0: How far are you willing to go for an epic lunch? Well, we went all the way to Milan just to eat at Papa Francesco's.
1: You are listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with Wonderlust.
0: Thank you for listening to the Travel FOMO podcast. My name is Jamin Houghton, and I am here as always with my wife and fellow foodie,
1: Hillary. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we are in the middle of season seven, our Mediterranean Europe swing. We are at our second stop in Italy at a little old place called Milan. A
1: little old place called Milan, which felt really familiar for you.
0: Yes. Because uh, you'd been there before. Yeah, on this whole trip, uh, really, I had only ever been to London, Bath and Rome. And everywhere else was new for me. Well, in Milan, yeah. And uh, everywhere else was new for me. So it felt um, it felt kind of good coming to a familiar city. Yeah. Um, I do love Milan. Like I'm a big fan of Milan. I love all the stuff there. Uh, you can go back and listen to our episode on Milan, uh, where we talk about the Duomo and the Last Supper and the Galleria mm-hmm. and all of the Milan stuff. Yeah. That we did. And you'll also know, if you go back and listen to that, you'll hear the reason that we had to come back to Milan.
1: Yes. Very important.
0: Yes. Because our first Italian meal together was stolen from us. (laughs) Um, But before we get into that, uh, why don't you talk about Milan for just a little bit? Yes. For anyone who's not familiar.
1: Right. Well, and just to clarify, um, we were coming from Cinque Terre. Mm -hmm. We were headed up to Lake Como, which was actually kind of a late addition. We, you know, didn't know for sure. Originally, we hadn't planned on going to Lake Como. We eventually added it to the schedule. And then when we realized that we were going to Lake Como, we realized... We were going to be stopping in Milan and we could really make it count. This was our chance. It was very exciting. Yeah. So <laughs> that is how we came to be in Milan on this particular day. But man, let's just like remind people of or remind ourselves of the personality of Milan. It's like urban chic Yeah. meets old Europe.
0: Yes. Yeah. I yeah, love yeah.
1: it. And you've got the city. You've got fashion. You've got tons of history and art. Yeah. Like you mentioned, there's the Galleria, the Duomo. Um, there's a palace. Uh, or a, I say palace, a castle. A castle.
0: It's more. A huge castle.
1: Yeah, huge castle. Um, the Last Supper. There's all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like Milan? It's great.
0: Yeah. And you can go for all of those reasons. And you should go. Mm -hmm. For all of those reasons. But (laughs) we went to eat at Papa Francesco's. Yes. Uh, Three years prior to this meal, uh, we had made reservations to go to Papa Francesco's. We were all excited about it. And we show up and we're quickly like ushered into the restaurant that's right next door. And you could tell that they had tried to make it look like Papa Francesco's. And we even asked them, Uh, or we said we have a reservation yes and see 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 and like they're showing us in and we're like papa francesco yeah see 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 and Mm -hmm. oh so
1: misleading yeah
0: they pull us in to the restaurant next door that papa francesco lovingly refers to as the tobacco shop (laughs) and uh we sat there we ordered a bottle of wine they had opened the bottle of wine before we realized Oh wait, we're not at Papa Francesco's.
1: Not where we want to be. Yeah, (laughs) and so
0: we had to sit there and watch everyone at Papa Francesco's enjoy their meals, have so much fun, live their best life while we laughing, yeah, laughing, clapping
1: at Papa Francesco.
0: (laughs) All celebrations Mm -hmm. while we ate microwaved lasagna at. At the place next door.
1: Yeah. You can tell, too, after getting to hear Papa Francesco speak this time while we were there, like he doesn't know a ton of English, but he knows words like tobacco shop and microwave. (laughs) And he uses them to talk about the restaurant next door, (laughs) the deceptive restaurant next door. That
0: is like that is kind of amazing to like that rival like relationship because you can tell like it so offends him. That this restaurant, basically Papa Francesco's restaurant is so good
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that another restaurant exists without even serving Papa Francesco's food just by being in proximity to Papa Francesco. Yeah. And it really bothers him. And I don't blame him. Yeah. And he lets him know about it. Yes. Like he trashes the place next Uh door all the time. And it's really funny.
1: But, you know, good question, though. Did he do that when we were there? Because I don't remember him acknowledging that there was a problem originally.
0: I, no, I don't. I don't remember that either. Yeah. And it's... and you could tell that they had done some stuff like Papa Francesco had put in like a row of like shrubs, like potted plants mm, in really between the two themselves. at this point. I think to like make a clear dividing line of Papa Francesco got new like linens and stuff for, for his restaurant so that they they don't look the same anymore because Mm -hmm. the place next door had definitely just copied straight whatever it was. And so like you can tell more now that they're two separate places um, as opposed to when we were there the first time. But we went, we arrived in Milan um, like mid-morning, I think it was like 10.30 Mm -hmm. and it's like a, probably like a 30 minute walk Uh, It felt longer to me. You weren't feeling too well. I was not feeling good.
1: (laughs) I had, like, ever since we'd hiked the Cinque I had, like, I think it really depleted me. And I think it kind of made me vulnerable to kind of, like, getting sick. Yeah. And I I remember having chills that night after we hiked and, like, being like, I'm not feeling great. This is what it feels like when I start to feel bad. Mm, And then, yeah, the next morning we head out to... Milan and I was like, oh, walking across all of Milan was not good. <laughs> Even though we left our luggage at a, like in a locker next yes. to the train station, we didn't yeah. haul luggage, you know, all the way across Milan. No. No, it was just um, but we did walk, and that was a lot of work.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was a long walk to get across the city, and basically, Papa Francesco's is right outside the Galleria. Mm-hmm. So if you are at the Duomo, which if you're going to Milan. And if you don't end up in front of the duomo i don't I don't know what to do for you. I don't know how to help you, but um, if you're staying in front of the Duomo, you can walk straight through the galleria and take a ride, and Papa Francesco's is right there, yeah, um, so it's prominently located next to all the stuff that that you wanna see and do, and we walk up. I think it was like 1115 or something.
1: It was a little early. It was a different scene because, you know, the first time we'd been, it was like evening. It was really busy. And this was like, I felt like a really eager beaver. Like I was (laughs) like, I need this pasta. I'm here and you're not even open yet.
0: (laughs) But uh, we were greeted by Mama Francesco.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, she is glorious (laughs) she's like so fab isn't she yes just very she oh she reminds me of your grandmother happy
0: yeah yeah your grandmother
1: happy happy. was so glamorous and that is like mama francesco
0: yeah very well put together Mm -hmm. very classy and glamorous uh she told us that they opened at noon so we were uh, a little early,
1: a little wee bit early.
0: <laughs> Fortunately, uh, we were right next to the Galleria yeah. and the Duomo. So, like, we walked around, saw some stuff, like did a little window shopping and things yeah. like that. I went into H
1: and M. The time. That's I right. I was like, I loved going into H and M everywhere we went. And I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, let me see what they got here because. <laughs> And i have a lot more respect for them because they are so international they are everywhere yeah so it's really cool to see how the style is different even in the same season it was really fun to see what clothes were in which stores so
0: yeah yeah it, uh, it was kind of cool to like to see everywhere and they put themselves in really cool buildings
1: oh my gosh good point great really fun Old historic buildings. They will show up anywhere people are.
0: Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So like they were in a lot of a lot of really cool spots. Yeah. Uh, but finally we had spent enough time wandering around that we came back and we waited till like five afternoon.
1: No, it was exactly like noon.
0: Be a little bit cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we got set. We did get the first table.
1: Yes. Was ours. We sure um, did.
0: We beat everyone to the punch and made sure, double sure, that we were inside Papa Francesco's. It was even embroidered on the napkins. So I finally felt safe. Oh. Um, and we ordered some spritzes and then we just proceeded to. Have the best pasta yeah. in the world.
1: Well, and I wasn't even planning on getting an Aperol spritz, but then uh, Mama Francesca recommended it. And she was like, oh, yes, this is what you want. You need this. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I do. I need it. I need it. If you're listening to this, you like a good adventure. And if you like a good adventure, you might enjoy following the fights. It all started with Mars and Ashley's bold decision to travel full time in their converted Sprinter van. Fast forward six years or so, they've seen all 50 states and backpack countries like Thailand and Guatemala. It's been one daring decision after another, and now they're braving another big adventure, building a creative retreat in the Colorado Rockies. Find out what life is like when you take risk. Follow the fights on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.
0: Her English was also a little limited. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe selectively. (laughs) <laughs> That's um, cute. because I feel like there was like recommendations for spritzes that we were unsure about and ended up ordering anyway and I, the same with the tiramisu uh, after like, lunch <laughs> it was very much like you're going to have the tiramisu. Yes. that Definitely that like grandmothery, like Hospitality. this is what, this is what you're having. Yes, like, I know what you need. You haven't eaten enough. You need to eat more. This is what, this is mm-hmm. what's happening
1: right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Well, and for those of you who might not know in Italy, one of the popular drinks that a lot of people drink regularly is the Aperol spritz, right? Yes. That's more of an Italian thing, right? Yeah.
0: It's an Italian thing. Definitely a Roman thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay
0: so if you're in Rome, you, it's kind of like a rite of passage. They're everywhere. And, yes. But all throughout all of Italy. Yeah. We had several. And I like them. You are not as big a fan.
1: Yeah. But I don't turn down pretty much any any alcohol. So.
0: <laughs> they are very refreshing. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're refreshing. It's nice to have like on a hot day, to sit outside and have a spritz. Well, I don't drink them in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but. In Italy
1: I mean I do Italians believe do. in the whole when in Rome thing <laughs> I really believe in that like I believe yeah. if you are somewhere you should eat their food and have their drinks and experience life the way they do so that's the reason I drink it
0: I agree and I, I will say like I'm a lot more picky in the US about my food mm-hmm. and about what I want and I'll ask for stuff to maybe be altered or mm-hmm. Uh, substitutes on menus and things like that. Um, But I'm the same as you. I think when you're traveling, you like try it their way. Like there's a reason that they do it and experience. It's part of experiencing the culture. Yes. So just embrace it and go with it. And so in Italy, that's the Aperol Spritz.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, But we ordered the, the pasta alla papa and he, they brought it out. He had his big wheel of cheese. He was there. They f- light the cheese on fire with some alcohol and get it all melty. Pour the hot pasta on top. Papa Francesco does his little dance with his spoons, mixes it all up, gets it extra cheesy, <laughs> puts it in your bowl for you. And then, uh, sprinkles a little parsley or oregano over the top and sends it out to you fresh and warm and awesome just like it was supposed to be three years ago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Waited a long time. It's been a long time coming, but we got it. And the thing that was so cool is that there were very few people there at that point like it was still just really us and maybe two other couples Mm -hmm. i think yeah and it was so fun to get like such undivided attention yes from papa francesco especially after having missed the whole scene completely last time (laughs) yeah it just felt really rewarding and they were very present Yes. And that was really fun and still gave us the big show, too. Like, yeah. even though there was only a handful of us there, like he did his whole big deal.
0: And I was a little worried that like because we were coming for lunch. Mm-hmm. And so I thought there's a chance Papa Francesco won't actually be there himself.
1: Yeah. That he
0: might just come in for dinner. Mm-hmm. And I also thought there's a possibility that they don't do the big wheel of cheese thing for lunch either.
1: Mm, oh, you did not the, tell me these concerns. <laughs> well, I knew, as I was hiking I, like, across the city.
0: <laughs> we had to take our chance to shoot mm-hmm. our shot. This was our one chance. It was. Yeah. Um and it was like it was fully there. Um that whole kind of like display and show just makes it this fun sort of festive atmosphere that gets you really excited and lets more Francesco talk you into the tiramisu mm-hmm. at noon.
1: Oh, man. And I'm glad we did. Yeah. Everything we said yes to, I'm like, I do not regret any of that. <laughs> I'm still working off those pounds, but I don't care. <laughs> that was so worth it. Yeah, yeah. But, man, I was not feeling great that day, though.
0: No, you weren't. Like yeah. It wasn't as fun a day for you because you were feeling under the weather.
1: Under the weather. I had chills. I was just totally fatigued. So, the, But then we had to, like... Head back to the train station too. Yeah. It was short lived.
0: Yeah. We were headed back to the train station, had to make it to Como. So Mm -hmm. if you thought that we were just baiting you into something about this episode being merely us 100% going to Milan just to eat a pop Francesco's, that's no lie. That's exactly what
1: we did. Literally. (laughs) That is it. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: And I don't, I don't feel like that there are many opportunities when you do miss something, Mm -hmm. especially when you're traveling when you miss something that you get to like go back and do that thing. Yeah. Um, unless you are in, I mean, I guess a lot of people do travel to the same places a lot. There are people that have their spot that they like to go to. Yeah. That's true. Um, and that's fair. I like doing that too. I definitely like familiarity and like knowing. And so, I like going back to places that I know I know I'm going to get what I want. But if you're traveling around a lot and especially if you're traveling far, like to a place like Italy and Milan, we're like, we don't know that we'll ever go back to Milan. Like, yeah, I love Milan and I would like to go back. And if you offered me a trip, I would go. But there's just so many places that right. you're like, I'm not sure I'll ever make it back. And so you have this sort of experience that you're looking forward to that sort of got robbed from you for one reason or another. Like we got tricked into it. Maybe something gets rained out or the weather just doesn't, or it's closed for Mm -hmm. some reason. There's so few instances I feel like where you actually get to go back and experience that thing and it all works out and you really get to do it. Yeah. And this one landed for us. And I thought that was really
1: cool. That's really fun. I thought (laughs) it was a great idea. I feel like it was your idea. Like you were like, you know, we could Stop in Milan.
0: Yes. Well, like like you had said, we, Como was a late ad for mm-hmm. us. We just kept seeing. I think on Instagram, we just kept seeing like oh, yes. pictures of like Como, and we're like, man, we got to like that we've got to. Really, we're gonna happen. be so
1: close. We got to do that.
0: And so when we added Como, I was like, we're going to have to go through Milan. Yeah. To get to Como to
1: change trains or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I was like, I don't know that I can physically be in Milan and not go back and try to eat at Papa Francesco's. So.
1: And you did. (laughs) Yeah. So proud of us. Look at us. (laughs) So how did it make you feel? I mean, like, you know, you got to like, well, one, you were back in Milan. So you're on familiar, Mm -hmm. relatively familiar territory. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Yes. And you got to eat there.
0: Um, I really, I did enjoy it, uh, cause you have that familiarity and like you turn down a street that you've been down before mm-hmm. and you're like, oh yeah. And it kind of brings back those feelings and.
1: And you remember things so well, how you remember. Okay guys, in a couple episodes, we're going to be in Rome <laughs> and he remembered after three years, he could still like literally walk us without a map. He could walk us from the Treve fountain to our, the Airbnb that we had stayed at. He was dead right. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, I I feel like I'm pretty good directionally and I have a pretty good memory for like streets and buildings and things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, like being back in Milan, I could definitely like, we turned onto like one of the main streets that we'd walked down before and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. And Mm -hmm. those feelings come back and the like, just that excited nature. I really like Milan because it does have that mix of like Fashion and like modernness like with old old old, old, old history mm-hmm. and a castle, the duomo is an amazing building um the art there is really cool, and so i was I was excited to just be back in it again- mm-hmm. and then um it was just kind of this funny stupid idea that on like on a normal given day. Wouldn't be like, hey, let's let's actually go back to Milan and, and do that. Like, it'd be a huge, expensive trip. Right. But for this, it was just like just a long stop. The cost and of so, the meal. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. It was very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of scratched that itch of like, man, there was that thing I didn't get to do that I really wanted to do. Yeah. And so I got to close that up. Does but, that
1: mean you're going to take me to Zermatt to go snow skiing? Um, Because I didn't get to do that Now you can relate to me you (laughs) would be like oh I'm going to have to take her back to Switzerland So she can snow ski in Switzerland
0: Well the next time that we are changing trains in Zermatt Oh my gosh uh, (laughs) You can just like hop off the train Go snow ski Perfect Get back on and we'll continue on our way So the next time I'm
1: going to hold you to that
0: (laughs) That we're just skipping through Zermatt uh, we'll do it
1: oh, But
0: how did it make so you funny. Feel?
1: um I thought it was great it was fine it was a great sunny day excellent weather yeah. honestly I haven't been to Italy where there wasn't excellent weather so I'm a big fan um but yeah it was like it was such a nice day it was I will say we were like the only ones in the restaurant at first yeah out on the patio and stuff and i remember thinking like oh i want to like film so much but it's so obvious and that we're like crazy <laughs> excited to be here and i felt a little yeah. fanboy, you know like yeah so but that was i just had to get over that you know and um and they ate it up they like totally didn't care like they're like yeah this is great like yeah and everyone you know once a couple other people started showing up to the restaurant they were uh, very much like you know, filming on their phones and stuff like that. So, um, but I thought it was fun. Yeah. And I did get a sense of it being familiar. I'm not Mm -hmm. as good with, um, absorbing, um, not just information, but you're really good at absorbing context of a present situation, surroundings. You are very observant. And so I'm not as observant. And so it didn't feel as familiar to me, but I felt confident as we were walking from the train station. I was like, Oh, this is great because he's totally got this and I can just like trail behind him five feet and like (laughs) hope to keep up and stuff. So, um, so yeah, that was great.
0: Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, you will want to go check us out on social media. We'll be posting about our long time in Milan (laughs) where we, had lunch at Papa Francesco's. Uh, you can find us in all the places we're on, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of those. And then, uh, obviously our YouTube channel, uh, you can go subscribe there as well. Um, this video is short and sweet because we didn't do a whole lot, but you actually get to see Papa Francesco. You get to hear him. Um, he even throws some shade at the, uh, at the microwave restaurant next door. Um, so you'll want to go check that out, see the famous wheel of cheese for yourself and absorb all of that. Uh, and you can find us at our handle is travel. FOMO Podcast.
1: That's right. And you can also send us an email. We open up a new email account so we can hear from you guys. And that email address is travel. FOMO podcast at gmail.com. FOMO is F O M O just a heads up guys (laughs) and uh we really want to bring you guys into this podcast so we would love to hear from you in terms of your own stories so i'll go ahead and throw this out there have you ever been to a place a second time and got to right the wrong kind of like we did have you ever gotten to go somewhere and make it the experience that it was not on the first time I think that would be really interesting to hear from people. Yeah. I'm just going to keep throwing out ideas to you guys because I'm dying to hear from y'all. Um, And I just am not going to stop. So there's two ways you could do that. You can just type an email and we'll read it on the air um, and show everybody the air. This is the air, guys. We are on the air. <laughs> or you can pick up your little phone because cell phones are so amazing nowadays. You can just... Create a voice memo and talk into your phone and then attach that voice memo to your email and you will be on the podcast, your own voice, telling your own story. And that would be brilliant. Yes. So that is my preference and I'm going to keep plugging that. <laughs> but um, whatever you're doing, go out there. I know spring break is over and a lot of people are kind of itching to decide what they're going to be doing in the summertime, maybe in the fall if you're planning a trip just remember to do it well do your research and uh remember that and remember to do it honestly um because life is short
0: Wander well